0: What's well, good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today we're going to answer a couple of mailbag questions and do a preview for the Wizards game for Wednesday night against the Pistons. A couple of trade talk, a couple of trade talk scenarios. Let's get to it.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: just so want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So the Wizards are on a six-game winning streak, a six-game heater. They are in the ninth spot in the Eastern Conference. Of course, the trade deadline is February 9th, not far away at all. You guys submitted a couple of mailbag questions, so we're going to get to two mailbag questions today. Uh, Then we're going to do a preview for the game against the uh, Detroit Pistons for tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. First question we have here, this one is from Fabulous Results. He said, everyone always says the Wizards should go get a starting point guard. So I want to know what point guard you realistically think we could get right now considering we are only able to trade one first-round pick in 2028. Three to four second-rounders, Will Barton and Monte Morris, who apparently considers to be a below-average starter for a starter, I genuinely do not think this question has a satisfactory answer, which is why I would rather try and get another bench score with what we have available. I want to hear what you got. And uh, Brandon, you can go first.
1: I mean, he's got a good observation, man. You know, we were just saying that with this winning streak, looking at Monte, looking at the influx of guards we have, we don't necessarily need to make a move. I mean, Monte Morris, yes. On a contender, he is best served as in the second unit. But I think he's done enough. He's shown enough. That he's settled down in the distributor role and he's done well in the starting point guard. So, um, some names to look at. Uh we you know we we talked about floor generals. Um, D'Angelo Russell's out there. You know they're they're shopping him. You look at the potential, uh, potential suitors: the Heat, the Suns, the Mavs, the Clippers. Um, D'Lo he can score, but he can't defend. So I think that he wouldn't fit into a defensive system. Uh, Mike Conley he's being shopped. Lakers are looking at him. Clippers are looking at him. Um, Mike Conley will be nice, but. You know he's older. He, he, does he really fit into the timeline for this team? So yeah, it's it's a good observation because if you look at the names, man, there's not a lot of names that really push the needle for this team, especially at point guard. You know, I, like I said, Monte, for Right now, I'm I'm pretty happy with Monte being a starting point guard, and even with the bench, man. Uh, how do you really choose between Delon and Jordan Goodwin and even Kendrick Nunn? Because I think all four guys have shown enough this year that they all should have, you know, be in consideration for playing minutes. So. You know that's a it's a tough one to look at point guard. Uh, looking at the bench, man, potential moves for the bench, maybe a bench score, um, Eric Gordon. But they're gonna they're asking for a first round pick right now. I don't see that happening. You know he's a defensive guy who can shoot from three. But you you know I don't see a lot going on on the trade market right now that really pushes this team much without adding without spending a lot of assets. And as you know, we don't have a lot of assets. So you know that that's kind of where we're at now. You know the the moves that we can get don't really move the needle and the moves that we probably could or need to get, we don't have the assets to get it. So yeah, I think bid score is the best way to go. I think point guard, we we could probably rest easy right now.
0: Yeah. I think the wizards will make a move in the all season. I, I just don't see them making any, I know Tommy's is going to make another move, but I just don't see a point guard out there. That's, that's going to be a massive upgrade that's available. Um, and you, You're not going to have to break the bank for him. Like you said, Mike Conley, he's older. Um, He can still shoot the three. He can get guys open shots, but it's not really worth it to pay him that amount of money when he's 34, 35 years old on the tail end of of his career. I feel like you can get the same similar production from a collection of guys like uh, none the way he's been playing. DeLon Wright, his defense is super important, so you don't want to take minutes away from him. Um, Of course, you probably send out Monte Wilbard, but I think the Jazz would decline that, that trade anyway. We don't even have we don't have first round picks that we can trade because they're tied up on the protections um now the three second round picks i think you can ship those off uh for sure but they're the jazz i think they would decline that that trade um they did have they reportedly had interest in emmanuel quickly i think that's a guy that they should definitely take a look at i think he would be perfect coming off the bench you look at his role with the knicks he's basically a six man coming off the bench a backup point guard to Jalen brunson i think he could do that here um, you would ship off probably Monte and, and Will as well. But I, I don't – and then maybe Evan Fournier would be involved in the deal. But I don't see the Knicks really wanting Monte Morris and Will Barton either. So it's just – we just don't have a lot of attractive pieces. And I think the way the chemistry is going right now, I think it's it's fine to just stay with what we have, uh, keeping a shorter rotation. I think Monte Morris, is playing his role. I know he's not the, the sexy point guard that, we, that we've had in the past, like a John Wall or Russell Westbrook guys that can just get into the paint and score easy. Um, but he's he's playing well in his role. I think if the Wizards actually if they do make the playoffs, which I think they have a good chance to now, then that pick will convey and then they have more flexibility with trading picks in the offseason, they can trade for somebody who they really, really might want in the offseason. Um quickly, Fred Van Vliet is a guy that's that's been thrown out there, but you know, he's gonna he's gonna he's looking for a new contract and I don't think it's really worth it to give a first-round pick right now. for. I think he's a great player. He, he, he's a really good player, great story, undrafted free agent. The way he's played, is he's had a decorated career so far, an awesome career. Um, quickly, Bones Highland, that's another six-man guy who would be uh, good off the bench, uh, perfect to come off the bench. He was a former uh, first-round pick. I know the, the Nuggets are looking for a first-round pick, most likely in return for him. Uh, Chris Duarte from the Pacers, I think he would be good to come off the bench for us. Uh, right behind Bradley Bill. You know, he was he had a really good rookie year, but this year he's been kind of iffy off the bench. And those that, He's not a point guard. Colin Sexton, I think I already said Colin Sexton. I know the Wizards, they were tied to him in the summertime. Um, I think he would be a, a – he would probably – he would start for the Wizards. He would start. Fred VanVleet would start as well. Um, Bones Highland would come off the bench. Quickly would come off the bench. Um, Patty Mills, a backup point guard. Um, I like Alec Burks for the Pistons. He can score. He can get to the basket. He, he, I don't think he would start really, but he could come off the bench. So I, I just don't see, like, like you said, D'Angelo Russell, he's making a lot of money. He's making like $30 million. So I, I just don't see them bringing him in. And I know we heard about DeJounte Murray not being happy and Trey Young not being happy early in the season, but I think those are moves that you're going to have to make when the season is over. And if they do make the playoffs, they'll be a very attractive I think they'll be more attractive than what they are right now for, for players to actually want to come and join. So if we make the playoffs, then I think. Some guys would be like, hey, I want to play with the solid three of uh, Porzingis, Bill, and Coos, and and they're playing really good balls. So I, I could see something like that happening happening in the offseason, but not right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, people don't put a lot of emphasis on how important chemistry is to a team in, in any sport. You know, chemistry is important. This team shows they have the chemistry. And like you say, I don't see a move that really moves the needle enough to really mess with the chemistry right now. You know, I just don't see it. I'm, I'm very – Satisfied going into the you know the rest of the season with the squad we have now, but if you're going to tinker, you know Duarte would be a nice scoring punch off the bench. You know he can shoot. I I I wouldn't mind Duarte, but again, I, I there's not a lot of moves that we can get in the market where it moves the needle enough to really mess around with chemistry because I believe chemistry is very important with this team. You know it shows this team is rocking right now, man. They're playing very good basketball. So yeah, I mean it's it's a tough market, man, because we don't have the assets to really go out there and get a big name, but I mean, I'm, I'm not big on D'Angelo and Russell anyways, man. He can't play defense. He can score all day. You know, He his game has matured, you know, come, you know, his days in the Lakers, but he's just – he he's a non-factor on defense, and I think that's the complete opposite of what we really need in D.C. We need guys who are willing to, play, you know, have a little dog and play some defense because I think that's a big reason why this system's working right now under West Sunset because you guys are really buying into the system of playing defense, you know, and I think, you know, look at really the trade, you know, we can, we can talk about it all day. But one thing really wasn't good at was defense, and so I, I get that, you know. But so i again, I don't see a lot in the market to really change this team enough to really mess with the chemistry. So I'm with you, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, defense is key. Um, D'Angelo Russell, he's a great passer, um, great ball handler out there. I'm, I'm a big fan of his game. He can score, he can fill it out. He, he's had some really good games this year, but I just think the contract and matching salaries. Uh, wouldn't work out. And you got to think about the fit next to Bradley Bill. We've seen so many, a couple of point guards come in here and it hasn't worked out. That's my concern about Colin Sexton as a, a, a score first point guard next to Bradley Bill. I think Monte Morris, what he's doing right now, he's doing a great job of just not getting in the way of guys, just playing within the flow of the game. Um And right now we have guys like Kuz can handle the ball, Brad can handle the ball. You know Brad has had some turnovers. Um Kuzma's had abundance of turnovers too, but and Denny right now, he's been a point forward, too. So we've had other guys step up and play in, in playing that point guard role. Um, and I think if we do trade Barton and some other people, that could give a chance to Jordan Goodwin and get some more playing on at point guard, too. Um, I know, and I think he could fill in that role as, as a good backup scoring guard as well. So, um, But we're going to get to another question. But before we do that, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner from for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that makes betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel, du- FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. This FanDuel, The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Um, tonight, just looking at some stuff for FanDuel. You got the Lakers and the uh, Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'd probably bet against the spread. I'd probably bet, like, plus eight-and-a-half for the Lakers because Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to play. Um, so I think it's going to be a competitive game as opposed to last night when LeBron and AD didn't play, they got blown out by the, by the uh, nets. That's something I would look at. Um, bucks, Charlotte, I probably definitely take the bucks money line or spread three and a half, um, bulls, clippers. I probably stay away from that game. I wouldn't take a I wouldn't take a pick on that one, but tomorrow night I would definitely take the <laughs> wizards money line over the, uh, pistons. Don't want to jinx it, but that's some of my picks for fan duel that I would have out there. Um, Fanduel sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join Fanduel today at fanduel.com/slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl Fifty Seven. That's fanduel.com/slash locked on. Make every moment more with Fanduel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, so yeah, we do want to talk about the schedule, but quickly we'll answer uh, one more question from the mailbag. It's pretty pretty similar from the mailbag question that we just a- answered. Uh, this is from Caleb Hal- Halberg on Twitter. He says, if the Wiz haven't made any more tro- trades, can we do a de- detailed segment where you guys are the gym and coach? What trades would you pull and what lineups would you run after those trades? Um, so, yeah, we basically answered that question. But if we did a lineup, um, and I know, Brandon, you brought up – this there's, there's some other players other than just point guard. So, I guess it is different. Um, the Wizards have been interested in Serge Ibaka. I would decline that. I would not I would not make that trade. Um, Sadiq Bay, somebody they've been interested in or reportedly connected to. I do like Sadiq Bey, but once again, it's kind of like similar to Rui where it's like, okay, if you bring in Sadiq Bey, is that going to affect Denny at all? Is that going to take minutes away from him or touches, you know, confidence, et cetera, or whatever? Um, Would that kind of create another log jam for Denny? John Collins is another guy they've been listed, uh, connected to. I wouldn't go after him at this point. There's no point really. Kuz is playing really well, so there's really no point in doing that. Um, I know you brought up Andre Drummond as a backup big just in case, you know, Porzingis is out a couple games or Gafford misses a few games, he'll be a backup big. We do have Todd Gibson already. Um, I think he could be a big – I think that's not a terrible – I don't think it's a bad option at all because, you know, he could body up with Valanchunas and other bigs that we play against, like Al Horford or um, body up against Vucevic and the Bulls and some other – Clint Capella, Uh, some of those bigs that we really struggle against. Gafford, he's doing so much better now. Um, but there have been times in the past where he struggled against bigs who are just bigger and stronger than him, and I think Andre Drummond could possibly help with that. Um, I do like Alec Burks, man. I kind of like him coming off the bench. Zach Collins is another guy that I kind of like from the Spurs. He played pretty well against us last night as another backup big. Jalen Smith from the from the Pacers, if he's ever if he's available, I like the way he plays from University of Maryland. Um, Bones Highland quickly. Those are some guys that stood out to me just off the top of my head. I, I wrote down a few guys. I just don't have, a, like, a long list of guys that I would take a look at.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Andre Drummond to me would be a big pickup for us because we can kind of, you know, and match your lineups a little bit. When you go against a bigger, big like Valachunas, like and Embiid, you can kind of throw him in certain matchups. So I think that gives us a lot more options. But, you know, like, like we said before, man, the chemistry is so good right now. I don't see a lot of moves right now in – the market that's really going to move the needle enough to really mess up chemistry so i mean andre drummond i would welcome chris duarte you know a shooter off the bench we need another shooter in my opinion but point guard i just i, I don't see you know really a, a need to go get a point guard maybe in all season absolutely in all season you definitely got to look at point guard especially trying to find that franchise guy because you know we, we're, we're a little spoiled man you know we, we had Gilbert arenas you know we had john wall we had a year of russell westbrooks so where you said the mold of a franchise point guard. So, but I, I think we will, but it ain't going to be at the deadline. I think Monte has shown enough. He can he can lead his unit into the playoffs. Uh, DeLon, he's played good minutes, really good minutes. I mean, he's been probably one of the most important pickups we had on this team. Uh, Jordan Goodwin has done well. And then Kendrick Nunn, I mean, he has impressed me a lot since coming over in the trade, man. He's playing good quality minutes. So I don't think point guard, or even two guard is a need right now but if you have a chance to get a duarte if you have a chance to get an andre drummond i don't know serge Ibaka. he's older but he's still a defensive guy in the interior you know you can still defend so i would probably take maybe take a flyer on him but i don't see a major move happening at the deadline i don't see anything that's really going to be like a a headline type of trade you know what i'm saying so but i would definitely look at andre drummond i think that you know he he's not the most mobile guy i don't know if you guys seen videos of him <laughs> hold on to the ball, waiting for a guy to come get it. And he held on for like 20 seconds because he's not mobile. But if you put him in the paint, he will defend. I mean, people forget Andre Drummond, when you know, his piston days, man. You know, he was one of these premier guys in the paint for many years. So I think he'll be a welcome addition for the Wizards.
0: Yeah, we kind of remind when we had Alex Lynn, we had Robin Lopez. We had a couple backup bigs. We had that trio of bigs that you could swap in there and defend. Um, and finish around around Robin Lopez had that hook shot going. So, Andre Drummond, I, I probably wouldn't, I, like I said, I, I really wouldn't make any trades because I don't want him to take, just like Sadiq Bay, if he comes in, he may take, in, take away minutes from Denny or shots away from Denny. Um, I don't want Andre Drummond to really take away much minutes from Gafford because he's just been playing so well. I, I think, you know, especially with Gafford, his contract going up, uh, I would want him to get as many minutes as he can, but, he, you know, he's going to be starting. So, Taj would be your backup. But if Andre comes in, he could be your backup or. Zach Collins from the uh, Spurs, you could be your backup center or uh, backup five for the Wizards. So those are some guys. Surge, if it was 2013 with the Thunder, then yeah, I would definitely consider Surge. And it, it's kind of like you already have a Surge with Todd Gibson here. Both those guys were in their prime in 2013, 2014, 2015. So, um, but yeah, right now just uh, the chemistry is really good. Man, it looks like the guys are enjoying their enjoying their, their uh, enjoying each other on the bench. They're you know high five and doing the turbo da- uh, dance with Denny and whatnot. So. I I really if it's if it's not broke I, I wouldn't fix it right now until the offseason.
1: season. Yeah, like you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. You know, I think the chemistry is is key. You see chemistry with this team. You haven't you didn't see last season, man. There was so much turmoil last season. This team likes they like each other. You know they're hanging out. You know you see the culture change in DC. So yeah, I mean you know I guess overall, man, I don't see many moves that really move the needle enough. There are intriguing options. Yeah, like I said, Duarte Collins, like you said in San Antonio, I think he'd be a quality guy, but overall there's not a need right now i think the chemistry is strong enough to where we don't need to make a move right now i think we can kind of look at moves in all seasons so yeah um you got anything you got anything else man
0: no we can do the preview and then we'll wrap it up today
1: all right so before we do the preview for the pistons game today's episode is brought to you by bill bar looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories then you gotta try bill bar We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I got the just thing for you. Got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Bill Bars at Bill.com. Now you can get them at a local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Hit to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bill Bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, Run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You will thank me later. Built bar. So looking at the Pistons, man. Man, if you look at the record, this is a very winnable game. Very winnable game. And we could come out of this road trip, man, unscathed. And this is this just shows how important the chemistry is. So looking at the present Detroit Pistons depth chart right now, um, there's some familiar, familiar names we mentioned. Jaden Ivey looks like he's going to be running the point. We know what he can do. Obviously, with Kate Cunningham being out, he's a scorer. He's a lightning plug on the starting unit. So that would be a, an emphasis for our defense. Uh, Alec Burks, the two guard. Sadiq Bey at the three. An old, familiar face. Bohan Bogdanovich at the four. And Jalen Duran, which I'm a big Jalen Duran fan. And that would be another matchup that I kind of intrigues me in this game is how does our bigs play against Jalen Duran Because Man, coming out of Memphis, he was. I, I like his game. I mean, really, I like most of the roster. Man, being <laughs> being a business fan, I mean, I like almost everybody got on the starting unit. I, even you know Alec Burks, Jay Navi. So I think that this is a winnable game. But they're going to test us, man. There's a lot of talent on this team. This is a young team, but they're hungry. And you know what? Well, look, we we tend to play down on guys, so they can't catch you. They they, they can't catch you sleeping and give you the business. So uh, I guess looking at it. Looking at the starting five, which player would be your point of emphasis for defense?
0: Um, I would take a look at Jaden Ivey. He's been playing pretty well the last couple of games. Um, he's a guy that I really liked in the draft process. Um, Sadiq Bey is a guy that can score. He can fill it up as well. Jalen Duran on the boards. He's going to be a tough matchup for uh, Przingis just body-wise. But honestly, Jalen Duran, defensive, their whole team, they're just a bad defensive. defensive. I mean, it's easy to say that they're uh, a bad team. Um, but defensively, man, they, they give a lot of points. They give a lot of points to centers too. They give a lot of points to anybody. They're 29th in defensive rating, uh, which is second to last in the NBA. Um, they're dead. I want to say they're dead last in points in the paint allowed as well. So this is a game where Przingis could go off in the paint or, um, Kyle Kuzma could go off in the paint as well. Looking it up right now there. Yeah. They're 29th in points in the paint allowed and they're 29th in defensive rating. So, um, i just think defensively oh bug Donovan. i'm sorry i didn't even say bug he's former wizard like you said uh he just had 29 points against the mavericks uh he had four threes four for seven Sadiq bay had five threes against the pistons so um looks like these guys are knocking down threes too killian hayes hit two threes um alec burks is a guy that i said that i, I wouldn't be i wouldn't mind um trading for and giving him a look um isaiah stewart plays hard so but i I would say a really Bogdanovich out of everybody because he can really fill it up. You, if you let him get hot, he will drop thirty points on you, like he basically almost did against the Mavericks.
1: Yeah, but I'm gonna use him as a point of emphasis because he's not a defensive guy. I mean, we know him. We know. I mean, we know he can definitely shoot. You know, when we when we picked him up from the Nets that year for that first round pick, you know, when he came in, he was instant offense for this team going into the playoffs that year. But that's why I'm going at him. I'm going to go at him hard. I'm going to. Force him to try to defend because he, he can't defend. I'm going to get him in foul trouble. So I'm going to try to take a score off the board. Uh, my key is a victory. Simple, man. Shut the paint down. Really challenge Jalen Durant, man. You know, really try to control the paint. Because in controlling paint, we try to control the perimeter. Team defense. Team basketball. You know, if you look at his win streak, what wins these games for us? Playing team basketball. So in the defensive end, man, really play team basketball in the defensive end. man. Shut this team down. Because you got a lot of scores, man. So second key to victory. Push pace. Catch them off guard, push the pace. You know, we proved that when we push the pace, we are an athletic team. You know, Denny's trying to get to the paint. Uh Kuzman's athletic. I mean, so if I would push the pace on this team, try to catch him off guard. And uh, I guess the third key to victory, oh, I kind of covered two, uh, perimeter defense and interior defense. So that, that would be my keys to victory. Team defense, shutting down the paint and the perimeter, make them work a little bit and push the pace, sketch their defense off guard.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm sorry about the the trade questions. I forgot. O.G. Ananobi's is another guy that I think they would look at, but it's going to take two first-round picks. So it's just, once again, that they just don't have enough assets to go get guys. But, um, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Feed Denny. I think this is the game where Denny can have another big game, get into the paint, but just collectively as a team, get back on defense, on transition. Jaden Ivey is a guy that can push the pace. Alec Burks can push the pace. Deke Bay, Killian Hayes, he's another young guy on a rookie deal. They're looking to push and run. Um, just like the Spurs, the Spurs, they got out and run on, ran on us in that first quarter. so we could not let the uh, let the Pistons get off to a hot start, just like the Spurs did. Um, we've had a couple of slow starts. We had a slow start against the Rockets, and we came back and won we had a slow start against the Spurs, and then we ended up winning that game too, just because some of these teams are a lottery teams, so um, we we have to prepare like we're playing against playoff teams. We can't keep going off to these slow starts and letting teams get hot from the start. Um, but yeah, protecting the paint, feeding us again. Um, Kuzma getting downhill. This is a home com- homecoming game for Kuzma, so Kuzma, Denny, and Porzingis are guys that I'm looking at. Uh, I, I want to see these guys um, get get downhill, get get into the paint because the Pistons they're they're basically dead last and points in the paint, and then really defending Boyon Bogdanovich, defending these guys from the three point line because Bogdanovich, like like four four threes against the Mavericks, he can get hot, and Sadiq Bay can get hot, so we don't want to let these guys get confidence from the three point line. And obviously, as we always say, ball movement—the ball is moving on a string. Everybody's eating right now, so just keep that up and, and keep the turbo up. Everybody eats.
1: Everybody eats. So I guess prediction, man. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. I think defense is gonna be left at the door for this game because <laughs> you got two guys, two teams, man, that can really, you know, fill up the uh, score sheet, man. So I'm, I, I think it's a win. I'm gonna say, man, it's gonna be a high-scoring win. I'm gonna say. 129, 120, uh, 125, we, we wow. win. But it's yep. going to come down to turnovers. It's going to come down to mm-hmm. turnovers in the clutch. It's going yep. to come down to, you know, small factors here and there, man. Turnovers, you know. So I think it's going to come down to that, man, because both teams can score a little bit. So I think defense is going to take a backseat to this game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely turnovers. Bradley Bill, he cleaned it up last game. I want to see him do that again, clean it up. Uh, smart moves, not dribbling the ball off your foot, not over-dribbling. Um, picking his spots, I thought he did a great job of that against the um, against the Spurs last night. I want to see him continue to do that. He, he's not going to have to force the issue, you know. I think we should keep having this balance attack. Um, and I, I know he, he probably won't be playing 40 minutes, you know, still coming back from the hamstring as well. But I think Kuz is going to want to show out and show off. Um, so I, I could see a I could see a clutch bucket from Kuz, and I, I think we I got us winning too.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a dub, man. So before we roll, you
0: all, uh, you got anything else you want to cover? No, that's it, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for Wizards basketball. I'm excited to continue this streak.
1: Absolutely, man. Let's try to keep the ball rolling. No pun intended, man. So definitely show out, man, tomorrow night. Uh, what's the what's the time on the game? Is it an eight o'clock it's back game? At it's back, back at seven. Back at seven. seven. Gotcha. Yeah. So seven Thank o'clock. Goodness. Last game of the road trip, Motown. So definitely was try to get this dub. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listening day. Now make your second listen game to game NBA every moment, every top performance, every result locked on game to game. Because every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA available on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Now YouTube, we are close to three G, so definitely like, subscribe, push the notification button wherever you get your podcast. Definitely a five star review, we definitely appreciate it. And check out me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver, on Instagram and Twitter. We chop it up on game days and off days alike. So definitely. Show out tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in Motown. We're playing the Pistons. let keep this winning streak going. So definitely appreciate everybody showing out, and everybody have a good evening, and peace.